1: Welcome, we are so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. And I tell you, He is just that. He is the Healer. And so we're just so grateful for the time that we get to spend with you and sit and feast on the Word together. So while you're watching today, draw on that Word, release your faith. And you know, it's not just about in this life of faith that we're empowered and we're called to live. Um, it's not just about learning what not to say. Yeah. It's also about learning to say. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: Because sometimes we've learned don't don't say wrong things, mm-hmm. but fa- not saying wrong things will not substitute for the actual saying of what needs to be said. Oh. Does that makes sense yes. to you. Yes. So we're going to learn better today, not only what not to say, but what to say. Amen. 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 And, uh, we, we understand what the word says in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse six, it says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Now, why would, what a strong statement that is. Why would it be impossible to please God without faith? Well, the primary reason is because he wants to work for us. He wants to move in our behalf. He wants to bring to our lives that which our lives are in need of. And faith is his permission to work in our lives. When we release our faith, we're giving him permission. And if we don't give him permission then he's robbed from helping us. Uh And that doesn't please him when we don't get what we need. When he's not able to work in our behalf, that doesn't please him. it pleases him to work in us. Yes. It pleases him to work for us. It pleases him to bring into our life what we need. So that's why in Hebrews chapter 11, verse six, one of the primary things without faith, it is impossible to please him because he's not pleased to watch us go with our needs unmet. Yes. Why? Because Jesus paid the price for all of it to be met and it's faith that is the open door. Let me say this to you. Faith is not what heals us. Right. Mm-hmm. It's His power that heals. That's right. But faith opens the door to His power. Yes. Faith is an access, faith is God's permission, mm-hmm. faith is God's invitation to work. Yes. That our faith swings the door wide open so His power can flow unhindered. Yes. Faith, and I, I, I say it this way faith is a pipeline. Yes. Yes faith is a pipeline so that God's power can flow into our need. Amen. So when the pipeline of faith is in place, Mm -hmm. the power of God has access to our lives to meet those needs. And without faith in place, there's no pipeline. You know, you can build a house, but if you don't have pipelines, from city utilities and all that, you can have a house without any provision of utilities, of power that can't reach it because there's conduit that has to be laid, right? So that they can run all kinds of cabling and wires. Uh, That's what faith is. It's the conduit. It's the pipeline from God's ability into your need. Amen. Amen. And so, without faith, it's impossible to please God because without faith, He has no access for His power to reach our need. And like I said, um, God God doesn't work uninvited. Mm-hmm. Dad Hagen used to say this. I so appreciate this. He would say, "God is a perfect gentleman. He will not force Himself." He will not work uninvited, and our faith is His invitation. Amen. And let me tell you what, every time He gets an invitation, He shows up. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Yes. And yes. so, uh, so we're, we're, deli- we're delighted when we read, without faith it's impossible to please God because it shows us our part. Yes. Our part is faith. Amen. Yes. We want God to be pleased with us, mm-hmm. and we want God to be pleased with the way we live. Yes. And you know what kind of life that is? That's the faith life. Yes. The faith life. The faith life. That when he looks at our life, does he see something that invites him yes. to move to work? Amen. Amen. We know this faith comes one way by hearing yes. and hearing the word of God, not just hearing what people think, yes. um, not just hearing what we were raised to think,
0: yes.
1: but hearing what he says. Yes. Amen. Amen. Um, also, if we're to have strong faith, um, when you find someone who has a robust faith, a, a thriving spirit of faith, you have found someone who's teachable.
0: That's so good.
1: Because uh, to have strong faith, you have to be a listener. You have to listen to the Word. You have to listen to the Holy Ghost. You have to listen to how God's leading. But you also have to listen that when God will put your answer in someone else's mouth, you have to recognize, that's God talking to me. Now, don't don't misunderstand me. Everything that comes through someone else's mouth isn't always God talking to us. But God will put answers for our lives in the mouth of another. That's why one of the reasons all, all of God's people need a shepherd. They need a pastor because God will say things to us through our pastor and if we're listening all of these things play into faith comes by hearing yes. that we hear our answer and recognize it amen, amen. Um, I remember um, there was some there was a decision I was considering making a, a decision I needed to make and I was considering going a particular direction. And one of my sons, he did not know I was dealing with a decision I would have to make. And uh, he said, he brought up that subject that called for my decision. And uh, I said, I'm considering going this particular way. And he said, Mom, that's not the right direction. You need to reconsider that. And when he said that in here, in my spirit, it bore witness. I go, there's my answer. See, God used someone close to me, yes. uh-huh. even you, someone that was my blood, yes. <laughs> blood kin. Yes. But see, it's not about just taking what people hear and, and making that our answer, but listening to, does it bear witness in your spirit? Yes. And, le- and people of faith also have learned to fine tune, does that bear witness with my spirit, what yes, I'm right. hearing said, because faith people are teachable. Yes. Yes. I don't ever want to I don't ever want it said about me. You can't tell her anything. Yes. That's not a good sign. Yes. You know, um, when I heard, when I had my first son, I was what twenty three years old when my first son was born. Every day, as he got older, nearly every day, I called my mother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was. He was a good. He was. He was a good baby. He was a good child, but he was busy. <laughs> he was busy, and I was learning how to keep up with this form of busy. And I would call my mom, "Mom, this is going on. This is going on. See, I, I didn't. I someone of faith isn't a know-it-all. They recognize that their answer has to flow to them many times, and it doesn't flow always from them." <laughs> Amen. You got to be a listener. You got to be teachable. You got to be open. And so I would call my mom every day and say, I need help on this. I need help on that. We'll see when you're teachable, it'll be easy for God to get answers to you. When you're you're a listener, you'll listen to somebody because somebody knows God better than you. And that's one of the things that the role of your pastor can play in your life. Someone who will know God, that will help you to learn him better. When you're hungry for God, he will lead you to people who will lead you to him. And uh, we're hungry. I said, we're hungry. So we're going to listen to somebody who knows him better than us because we want to know him more and more and more. We can't know him by feelings. We can only know him by his word but His Word will certainly produce feelings when we're standing on that Word. Amen. We're not led by feelings, but our feelings will certainly come into line with the goodness of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, So, we want to learn to recognize God's voice in in the Word of God. And when you read the... When you open your your Bible to read it and feed on it, um, I love something that Dad Hagin said. He said... When I would pick up my Bible to feed on it, he would say this. He said, I'd say this, I'm going to feed my faith. Because why? The Word is faith food. It's food for your spirit. And it's also going to feed into your thought life a right way of thinking. So your spirit needs the Word and your mind needs the Word. Yeah. Why? So that your mouth will say the word. Yes. And so uh, we need to learn to recognize the word speaking to us. Yes. I have um, I have learned to take this mindset and approach that when I when I uh, pick up my Bible to read it just privately at home, I will say, Jesus, this is you talking to me, mm-hmm. and I'm listening. Oh, so and this is your these are your love words to me. Yes. I take them as though you were standing in front of me saying these. That's how I read them. As though you were personally here saying it to me. That's how much mine it is. See, yes. so you got to see the word as yours. Right. It's, your, it's God speaking to you. Yes. Amen. Yes. Think of it, the creator <laughs> of all that we see. Ah, He has made us the object of His conversation. Yes. That He converses with us yes. so that we can know the highest way of thinking, yes. His way of thinking, yes. so that we can live the best life. Yes. Amen. Yes. So pay attention to becoming, not, not saying you aren't, but even being more and more a better listener. Yes. That it, with, You listen not just with these ears, but you listen with your heart, that yes. you're teachable, yes that you're ready to be persuaded of the Word, that you don't have to be convinced because you're easy to persuade when you recognize it's the Word. Not gullible to just swallow everything that comes, but as long as it's in line with the Word, we're easily persuaded. That's what faith people are. Amen. In this faith life, there are several things that you find out about a faith person. And let's say this, if we have a particular need, let's say we're believing for, there's a course that faith takes to receive the answer for that need met. First of all, we've just been talking about it. Faith is a listener. Faith hears. Faith, when, when we need to believe God for something, we need to set ourselves to hearing the Word because faith has to, he- faith has to be heard for it to come. The yes. Word has to be heard yes. for faith to come, rather. And so when you, need a, when you when there's a need in your life that you need to have supplied, begin listening. Yes. Listening to that Word. Take in the Word. Yes. Hear the Word. Yes. N- then the next thing that faith does is it believes it. As I said, mm-hmm. it's persuaded yes. of what it hears. Yes. Faith not only hears, faith believes what it hears. Mm-hmm. Yes. Faith, in that believing, you perform the act of receiving. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Many times people are waiting for God to send something and He's waiting for people to perform the act of receiving what He's already provided. People are waiting for something to come.
0: Uh,
1: That's the wrong posture. He's waiting for us to receive what He's already made ours. Yes, so we have to perform the act of receiving. You do that with words. Mm-hmm. Mark eleven twenty four 24 is showing us how to receive. Uh-huh. What things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. Amen. When Amen. you pray, at the time you pray, believe you receive it and you shall have it. Mm-hmm. So what's our part is believe I receive. That's how you perform the act of receiving. You say, I believe it's mine. I believe I receive it. I take it with words. You take it. Amen. So you, we, number one, we hear the word. Uh Number two, we believe that word. We make it ours. Uh Number three, we perform the act of receiving. What's that mean? We release the faith that we, that we have in our heart. Now, once we release our faith, we're, we know this, the manifestation, it will come to this realm. Yes. Yes. It will show up at yes. some point that our eyes will see, our hands may feel it, it will manifest. Yes. But what are we going to do? And this is what I'm going to talk about today. I haven't even gotten to my sermon yet. <laughs> well, welcome to Nancy Preaching. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get there. Uh, and then probably in the next few episodes, we'll still be getting there. Yes. What do we do from the time we release that faith by performing the act we're receiving until it manifests? One of the things we have to do, we're standing our ground, and that's called holding fast to the Word. This is a big chunk of time sometimes. Uh It just, it it may take a little, you may spend some time hearing the Word. It doesn't take long to believe it. I mean, your heart accepts it. That's it. It just takes a moment of agreement. And you keep agreeing. Yes. Don't ever come out of that agreement with the Word. Then the next thing that you're going to do is you're going to release that faith that comes. Um, faith comes by hearing, but it's not released by hearing.
0: That's true.
1: Faith comes by hearing, but it's released through words and through actions we take. Um, it only takes a moment to release words but we don't just release them once. Mm -hmm. It's a lifestyle lifestyle. of saying the words, not just a moment of saying the words. It becomes our lifestyle. That means we don't say to our pastor, how long are we going to say this before it comes to pass? (laughs) It's our lifestyle. It's our lifestyle. lifestyle. So, but here again, we take time to hear the word, a moment to believe it, a moment to speak it, but a span of time Sometimes before it comes in a manifestation, yeah. what we do during that span of time is going to determine that manifestation. Oh,
0: that's right. That's good.
1: Amen. If we keep, if we hold fast to that word that we heard, mm-hmm. that word that we believed, mm-hmm. that word that we spoke, mm-hmm. if we hold fast, the manifestation will come. Yes, it will come. It will come. Yes. Yes. And we're going to learn and talk about not wavering during that time that we're expecting that manifestation. Amen. Not only that, once we receive a manifestation of what we're believing for, you know there's another action to take? Mm -hmm. After you've received the manifestation, this is where a lot of people miss it. Mm -hmm. There's another action to take. What is that? holding fast to what you received so that it's not robbed from you. So we're going to talk about all those things. Amen. Strong faith is not only interested in receiving its answer, in manifestation, the manifestation of that answer. It also refuses to let go of it once it's been received. And sometimes people will fall into this way of thinking that, If God gives it to me, I'll always have it. Mm -hmm. That what God does is forever, Mm -hmm. as long as faith is still in place. The devil who seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm The devil busies himself trying to take from us everything God blessed us with. Yes. So our faith is not just for the receiving. Our faith is also for holding fast that which we have received already. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we're going to talk about these two words primarily today and in the upcoming episodes, holding fast. We hold fast before our answer manifests and after our answer manifests. Amen. It's not just until that manifestation comes of what we're believing for. We hold fast before it comes, but we hold fast after it's manifested. Amen. So go with me, if you would, to Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 14. And let's read this. I invite you get your Bible. Right where you're at, get your Bible. Take notes. Get a pen and pencil, paper, device, whatever you take it on because we're believing for God to say things to you that don't come out of my mouth even. Plus, what comes out of my mouth is worth writing sometimes. So, <laughs> Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14. It says seeing then that we have a great high priest. Who is that high priest? Jesus is that high priest Mm -hmm. and he is a great one. Amen. I love the adjectives around him. He's a great high priest. And it goes on and says that is passed into the heavens. Uh, What's that mean? That's our invitation. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That's our invitation that we conduct business at the heavenly level. That is passed into the heavens. Jesus, the son of God. Mm let us hold fast our profession or another translation says our confession Mm -hmm. that when we say the word, hold fast to that. Why? Because we have a great high priest, Jesus, who is dealing with that confession. Dealing with our profession. It invites the high priest to work in our behalf. Our confession does, our profession. Amen. Amen. Because Jesus, what's he the high priest of? Our confession. Amen. Jesus is the high priest of our confession and how, what confession we're making and how often we're making that confession demonstrates to our high priest how interested we are in receiving what we're confessing. Now, did you get that? Yes.
0: yes.
1: If we only say something um, rarely, uh-huh. are we that interested in it?
0: Right, that's good. Right.
1: Let me give you this example. Um, there's nine years difference between my two sons. And Grant, my youngest son, he would have been about five years old Stephen, my oldest son would have been fourteen, and um, before christmas um, october well before christmas, grant a five year old got interested in something. There was a certain game he wanted, you know a uh, electronic game gaming device. And I tell you, he knew this. He caught on that every time him and I are in the car, he has a captive audience. <laughs> he, he he found out she can't go anywhere. <laughs> well, she's got to listen to me. So he would say over and over. Mama. I want this such and such game and it does this, it does that. And he would describe all that stuff. And I said, honey, I'm glad you're interested in all that it does, but I don't really need to know all that it does. As long as you know all that it does, you know, cause I'm not interested in playing it. You are. So I was basically telling him, you don't have to tell me all the details, <laughs> but he was very detailed. And the next day we'd get in the car he'd started all over again. I kid you not. The whole time we would be driving from the house into town to do something, that kiddo was telling me all about every every character on that game, what that character could do. He was well acquainted with it why? Because his interest in it was so high. And we'd get in the car the next day, and he'd start all over again. I say, "Yeah, baby, I heard you. I heard you." That went on all of October, all of November, into December. And it wasn't just in the car. He'd say it at home too. He was consumed with this. <laughs> So in early December, I recognized that my oldest son, who was 14, and you know, as they get older, it's not always the easiest to buy them right. what they like. You got to really dig around to find out what their interests are now. So I, had, I recognized he hadn't said anything to me about what he wanted for Christmas. And I said to him, I said, what do you want for Christmas? He says, oh, I don't know, I'll think about it. And I thought, well, there's the words of an abundantly supplied boy, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> And so about, oh, maybe two weeks before Christmas, I had asked him, he says, oh, I don't know, I'll think about it. I'd asked him more than once. So Ed and I were in the family room one day and I asked Stephen again, what do you want for Christmas? And he said, I don't know, I'll think about it. Well, a few minutes later, he came back and says, I know what I want. I want snow gear, you know, like uh, a, what's a, thank you, snowboard, snowboard, boots, gloves, all that. And then he turned around and he walked out. And Ed said to me, are you going to get him all that? I said, nope. <laughs> there you go. He said, well, you've been asking him what he wants and now he told you and you tell you you're not going to get it for him. I said, he doesn't want it very much. He only said it once. That's
0: right. mm-hmm.
1: And he never said it again. Mm-hmm. And at Christmas he didn't get it and he never mentioned that he didn't get it. Mm-hmm. What is that? An interest level. Right. We need to show our great high priest we're interested Amen. in experiencing and partaking all he provided. What's that mean? We're going to say it more than once if we're interested. We don't tire of saying what we're interested in. My youngest son, never tired of saying over and over. You don't earn it the more you say it, but you do show your faith You demonstrate your faith and you demonstrate your interest level of what He's made available to us by how much we say it. Praise the Lord. I love something that Brother Norval Hayes said on one occasion about this verse we read that Jesus is the great high priest of our confession. Brother Norval, who was so skillful at teaching faith and healing, he said... Whenever you have a need, God will say to our high priest, Jesus, how much have they confessed something? Because that shows their interest in it. Wow. Who's he going to ask? Yeah. The one who is the high priest of our confession. Right. Jesus is listening for our confession because he's the high priest of that confession.
0: Amen. Amen. So good. Good.
1: Did you get that? Yeah. Now, that? That needs to register on you. Yeah. Jesus is listening for what we're saying because He is the high priest of our confession of faith and He will see to it that it will come to pass, Mm -hmm. but we've got to show Him we're interested in it. And it's our confession that shows our interest. Amen. I don't know about you, but this stuff thrills me. I measure to myself God's power by my confession. You measure the degree of God's power to your life by your confession. Amen. These are wonderful things. Amen. Well, you don't want to miss next time. We're going to keep going further with this. And until next time, remember this. Jesus is the healer. God bless you.
0: To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. The timeless truths in this book, Answer It, Reveal how to answer every opposition and the steps to take to exit times of testing. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Come join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Paducah, Kentucky at World Harvest Church of Paducah, May 21st through the 25th. For more information and to register, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. Come expecting miracles.